When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cuz, Cuzaroo, Cuzaroo, Slapperoonie. <laughs> I took a little nappy poo. <laughs> uh, Carl has uh, one of my favorite podcasts ever. Who are these podcasts run by a guy called Carl? Who are these podcasts? And it's a podcast review. I was on Who Are These Podcasts yesterday. It's a great yeah. show. Have you ever listened to it? I have not. Who are these podcasts? They do a show about shows. I think it's a very interesting podcast to listen to. It just mercilessly rips on people. Some of it's quite hilarious. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. <laughs> it's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, back Slappers and Cousin Roos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show to ever feature Gavin from Buffalo. <laughs> and I'm talking the Gavin from Buffalo. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week is fan favorite, Crouch. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show, Crouch. Hey, thanks for having me. Go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to our merchandise, link to our PayPal. We also encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes. And then shit all over us in the comments section. We're approaching 500 one-star reviews. Oh, man, that is sweet. We should have a celebration like we did for our 100th episode. <laughs> I think it's, it's when warranted. We, when we hit that mark. Where we reach out to the people who gave us the one-star reviews. Oh, that's a good idea. There you go. I like it. Today we'll be reviewing a podcast called BurtCast. This was a suggestion from Max. Croge and I have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a podcast hosted by a comedian known as Bert Kreischer. Yeah. Were you familiar with this show before we listened to this? I'd heard of the show. I'd never heard of Bert, and I had never listened to a minute of the show. Okay. I'm pretty much in the same boat as you. But it's a big show. It's all we do anymore is, is these big shows. Yeah. And uh, a lot of fans, and they know it. And it's one of those shows that, I'll just say off the bat, overall I enjoy it. It's not terrible, but it's a little too comfortable with itself. Yeah. We listened to this episode number 340 where they talked to this guy, Jordan Harbinger. Mm-hmm. And he was an interesting guy. I don't know. Did you listen to any other podcasts, any other episodes? No, and I normally try to, but yeah. this was clocking in at three hours. Correct. And getting through this was a bit of a slog. Understood. I'll just say this, because most of my clips are from this episode, but mm. the other thing he does, and he didn't do it on this one, is he starts off every episode with his wife, Leanne, and him just kind of ramble about tour dates and then do live reads, yeah. and it's like 20 to 25 minutes before it even gets going. Yeah, this this show had a preamble. It was uh, seven minutes, 45 seconds of ads. Yep. And then it was, uh, with the preamble, it was after 20 minutes when the actual show started. So I want to start off talking about Bert's ability to interview people or lack thereof. And I, I know you picked up on this because I saw some of the titles of the clips that you sent over. 
But let me set this up and then feel free to jump in wherever you want. Yeah. He's got this guy, Jordan Harbinger, on there. And he's talking about how I've been wanting to get you on the show because I heard you on Jay Moore. Mm-hmm. I heard you with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Yeah. And I'm excited to get you on the show. I heard you on those shows. And he says something here that I, when I first heard, I'm like, well, that can't be true. He's talking about the interviewing skills of Adam Carolla. Awesome. I've heard you a bunch of times, and I was like, I was like, I'm not equipped to interview you <laughs> in the way that, like, say, Jay was or okay. Adam was. Adam Carolla is the worst interviewer in yeah. the history. There's no reason for guests to even be on a show. He just yeah. talks past them. So listen, Carl, I hear you're in a band. Can you tell me about that? But first, I want to tell a really long story about my childhood. Fuck you, Dad. God damn it. I'm sorry. Who are you again? Why are you in my studio? Hey, Carl, thanks for coming in. Do you want to watch me race my car? I have footage of it. We can watch me. Look at how fast I'm going around yeah. this turn right here. Well, yeah. thanks for coming in. Yeah. Carl, have a good one. Thanks for being a guest on my show. Did you ever hear I got in an argument with Gavin Newsom? Let me play it for you because my audience is definitely not sick of hearing that shit. So this is him setting up the fact that he's not going to do a good job of interviewing. And I'm like, Bert, give yourself some credit. You have to be better than Adam Carolla. Nope. Nope. Here we go. Starting off with terrible interviewing skills, part one. Yeah. That's super cool. All right, tell me more shit. Sure. Uh, I I need a prompt. I'm never good at this whole, like, write a paper about anything you want. That Um, was never my bag. uh, Tell me more about, like, uh, I want to know about. So this is very early on yeah. in, a, in the two and a half hour long conversation. And he's already out of questions. He has no questions. No questions guy. at all. Tell me more shit. Yeah. Could you imagine if we had somebody over here? All right. So talk to me about something. Yeah. Hey, entertain me. Can you tell me about something? That's not a podcast. And then uh, my number 18 is a general question, but with specifics. Okay. There's a, I did a three hour, almost more than four. Yeah. Four hours, three part series on this. On negotiation. Whittle it down in one minute. One minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I know he's kind of joking there, but yeah. he, he uh, the guest brings up negotiation. He says, oh, tell me about that. And the guest says, well, I teach a fucking college level class on this. <laughs> right. And That's... then the guy's like, well, just give me one minute, you know. <laughs> Can you just sum it up for us real quick? And then even later on, and I had a ton of these that I just left on the cutting room floor because there's just so many of them. But number 19 is another great question. But um, but give me a, give me some give me some lessons. Give me some tips. Give me yeah. some life lessons. Sure. So give me give me Jordan 101. <laughs> yeah, that's rough, man. And that happens again and again. Well, hold on. Before you get ahead of yourself, Please, I, I ahead. have these drafts because yeah. I found this to be fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That this guest hangs in there and you know he's uncomfortable for most of this interview. For yeah. a, a number of reasons. Oh, yeah. But first off, listen to these types of questions. Totally walk me through distracted. walk me through some people you've had on that you've that you So he's talking about how this guy hosts a podcast. Yeah. And this guy's an interesting person who's also interested, mm. and he interviews people well, yes. and gets yep. good information out of them. And Bert's the opposite. I totally walk me through. Distracted. Walk me through some people you've had on that you've that you that you've interviewed and you've learned something from, or like whittle it down, like uh, like if you could. Sure. Like uh, say, give me someone, and then like this is what I learned here, or this is what we talked about. Sure. Here. Yeah. So what Bert is saying is, tell me what question I should be asking you, and then answer that question. Yeah, He's asking the guest to do his job for him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure this guy would be interesting if he just put him in a room and said, talk about negotiation, yeah. and spent two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. But Bert does such a shit job of it. They never get around to talking about anything of substance. This is uh, one of my favorite clips from the show, where... He asked a question that is horrendous, uh-huh. and it's obvious to all. That's interesting. What other things you got going on? What other fingers oh, and pies? 
what other tell yeah, me some shit the, that's going on in the in the fucking in the tech sector that i don't know about where we should be blowing the fuck up oh man good question let's see it's not a good question <laughs> absolutely it's not a good question tell me, tell me some things about the tech sector Ugh. that's a great question Bert. uh yeah. let's get into it yeah fucking idiot uh, it's uncomfortable it Go really ahead. is no, so at one point he brings up, I had this author on, and they start talking about this book. This was like kind of my summary of it. This is a little bit of a longer clip. I apologize, but okay. but hang in there. This is my number nine. All right. And now I think that's well, that fucking don't ever listen to fucking Dr. Burr. <laughs> fucking half of his fucking concepts. Um, He's replying to a bunch of unread texts. I'm just reading text going, not replying to that. <laughs> Um, uh, I, I, I'm so sorry. We're this is about- why my podcast sucks. This is why yours is better. Is that I'm sitting there going, "What's the name of that book?" I'm trying to buy it on audio. Never split the difference is the name of the book. So you bet you've been sitting across the table at a restaurant with someone who's buried in their phone and they're pretending to listen to you and have a conversation, but they don't know what the fuck is going on. And there's just imagine that being a podcast. Imagine putting that out there for people to see. Like, I have this interesting guy who interviews authors, and I ask him about an author, and then you can just listen to me stare at my phone for 30 seconds? Uh, I had that same clip. Yeah. Because the guest on the show has to fill the dead air. Yes. At one point, he feels so uncomfortable that this is a podcast, and he says... So Bert's uh, looking at his phone right now. Yep. Just, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, let me yeah. give you some commentary on why there's just nothing happening. Yeah. And that's something that you could probably tighten up and post a little bit, right? Oh. I mean, I don't want to sound like a broken record over yeah. here, Grush, but that's incredible. This guy's staring. And I have a bunch of clips with this guy just getting distracted by his phone. But let me yeah. just yep. real quick finish up my, uh, my bit here mm-hmm. on the terrible skills that he has for interviewing. Just a couple more of these. And remember that this started off early on in the interview, and it just keeps going for yeah. over two hours. Yes. Yeah. Yep. What's give? Give me a tip. Well, we'll wrap this up soon. I feel like I've had, oh, sure. I've had you for two hours and fifteen minutes. Dang. But um, but give me a give me some give me some lessons. Give me some tips. Give me yeah. some life lessons. Sure. Okay. So give me some lessons. So the guy's like, um, all right, and he comes up with something. Yeah. And Bert loves it, but it's not good enough. That is genius. That is genius. That is a perfect one. Give me another one. <laughs> what? That was so good. More. Tell me more. Yeah, give me another. Give me another life right. lesson. I love this. He just kept so, going. Yeah, that's so great. I had all those. Yeah. That's it was funny. just nonstop. Okay. Here's the last one. He, he's still not done yet. He hasn't gotten enough out of this guy. Keep going. Give me one more. Give me one oh, more. Oh man. Give uh, me one more, and we'll wrap it up. Sure. I thought you said that 20 minutes ago. <sighs> yeah. This poor guy is going. Oh my god. I've written books. I've done TED talks. I mean. What the fuck do you want from me? Can you do a little bit of research that we can talk about a specific subject? Yeah. Instead of just give me a life hack, give me a random life hack, and let's explore that. The guy's like, all right, you know, on social media, eh, don't like the person's post, send them a text. Yeah. That's amazing. That's an amazing life hack, right? They're like, okay, is it? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. All right. I'm done with him being a terrible interviewer. Now I want to talk about how he's a terrible podcaster. Kroosh. Yeah. What do you got for me, buddy? Well, okay. Can I... Let's zoom out for just a minute. Okay. So this podcast is three hours long. Yep. And I get into it, and there's some really annoying shit right off the bat. But then it, like, settles into this vibe. In the first hour, I barely had any clips. Yeah. And it was kind of, like, general self-improvement stuff. And it was kind of boring and kind of not funny. But it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. I don't know. It just was. And then things took a turn for me. 
And like it, I wrote down in my notes a downward spiral of Bert. So all these clips that I have, I had put into categories, and the categories I have are uh, Bert is crazy, Bert is boring, Bert is annoying, Bert sucks at reading ads, and Bert sucks at interviewing people. Okay. So, I mean, other than that. That covers it. Yeah, other than that, it was a great show. Okay, yeah, I'm with you. Where do you want to start first? Bert sucks at reading ads? Yeah, let's do that. All right, what do you got? Here's number 15. This is part of the almost eight minutes of ads right in a row at the top of the show. All right, we should probably do some promo reads. This podcast is brought to you by one of my favorite apps to use on the road, OpenFit. OpenFit is bringing something new that makes it even easier to never never miss a workout session. I mean, he can't even read the shit. He clearly doesn't know anything or believe in the product. I don't know why there's eight minutes of it up front. And I don't, I really don't get it, especially podcasts where it's so easy to skip past it. You know what I mean? Here's what I'm confused about with, with OpenFit. Who the fucking OpenFit is looking at Burt Kreischer and saying, we have a workout app. We got to get this guy to be our spokesperson. Yeah. And Burt Kreischer's pretending he knows what a workout is and is talking about how he loves this product. He's a fat fuck. Yeah. There's no that's, that, there's no connection there. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Oh, and, the, and it just drones on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And this is him, the next ad after OpenFit. Mm-hmm. He's trying to spell out the URL. And you think he's terrible at spelling? He's reading the letters. Uh. ZipRecruiter.com slash BirdCast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash BirdCast. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash B-E-R-T-C-A-S-T. ZipRecruiter. A smarter way to hire. You would think, I understand if you're spelling it in your head. I'm not good at spelling out loud. Yeah. He's reading a piece of paper and he's getting fumbled up on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have a much harder time understanding spelling ZipRecruiter.com than just saying it. Yeah. It's not a hard thing to spell. And it's an ad. Go back and hit it again, dude. What are we doing here? (laughs) And so then we get, we're two hours into the show and there's another four fucking minutes, dude. My number 16 just comes out of nowhere taking advantage of you and they want you to sit there and take it mid-roll reads mid-roll reads what are they these are mid-roll reads yes and, and i mean the god, old mid-roll god bless the guy i mean you know i don't begrudge you making a living and monetizing your podcast but good lord that's obnoxious and then if you look at the show description like the show notes it yeah. is 19 advertisers all just in a row He's making a lot of money on this podcast. God bless him. Uh, uh, yeah, good for you, dude. I mean, congrats, but holy shit, that's obnoxious. In the mid-roll, he has an ad for a product called Cheers. Do you remember this? Vaguely. Cheers <laughs> is a supplement you take after you're done drinking for oh, the night. okay, yeah. that's all And right, then yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. better in the morning. Sure. They have a money-back guarantee. Listen to how fucking arbitrary this is. Yeah. Take four to two capsules after your last alcoholic beverage before you go to bed, and if you don't wake up feeling at least 50% better the next day, you get your money back. So wait, let me get this straight. I take four to two pills after my last drink. How many drinks? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You have as many drinks as you want, take four to two pills, and then you have to wake up at least feeling 50% better than what? Then 50% better than you would have felt, 50% better than when you went to sleep, 50% 50 better better than, than what? You get your money back? How do you prove that? Man, that's a good question. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Can you hit him with like, dude, I was only at 38%, so can I give a refund? You were at 38%. We told you it took four to two, (laughs) and you took three and a half. (laughs) Fight print, man. Always gets you. You're not getting your fucking money back. Well, I mean, at least you do get 10% off your first order by using BirdCast promo code. 
So it's all good. Money well spent. Uh, Let's talk about the fact that Bert's an idiot. Was that one of the categories you had? I can't remember. Yeah, it was mixed in with the crazy and boring part. Oh, okay. This is, he's talking about free speech for a second. And I have to play this little rant right here and then explain why it's dumb in case it's not that obvious. Because my thing is, I support free speech across the board. Across the fucking board. I I applaud when people want every bit of free speech. Every bit of free speech. And even the shit I don't like. The shit I don't like, I don't fucking... I won't, I won't try to silence you. That's fascinating. Please go on. Ugh. Do you know what the definition of free speech is, Crone? I, I have a uh, feeling you do. Uh, it's all speech! Yeah. That's the fucking point! He's like, you know, I'm a little bit different with my free speech. I support even speech that I don't like. That's the fucking definition of free speech! <laughs> there's no such thing! I like free speech, but, but you know, <laughs> uh, there's certain things I don't like that much. I'm for free speech, but only that I agree with. Yeah, no one ever says that! That's what free speech is! And Bert's trying to make this poignant point. <laughs> To a learned man who was an attorney for some time. Yeah. And the guy's like, yes, I also agree with that fucking obvious point <laughs> that is pretty much pointless. <sighs> you know how I def- define birds, Croge? <laughs> Those flying creatures with wings and feathers. <laughs> to me, that's what birds are. Just to me. Yeah. And I support birds. <laughs> except when they're flying or sitting in their nest. But right. other than that, I'm totally with them. All right. So that's another thing that Bert does. And I already feel bad for bringing this up because I am not one to ever call someone a racist. Sure. I hate that shit. Of course, yeah. I hate that shit. I think most people, they don't have bad thoughts against a whole group of people because that's ridiculous. Yeah. Bert is trying to be funny, but also I think all-inclusive, mm-hmm. and the truth comes out in this. I think people can be racist to white people. It's just no, that we just don't, don't we like don't give a crap that yeah, much. Yeah, you because, just don't like us. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, oh, you don't like white people? Good, Guess luck, I'll... good luck getting through society. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. If that's where you're going to hang your hat, that you just don't like white people, yeah. good luck. Yeah. Good luck getting a home loan. Good luck getting a fucking car. Good luck with getting... Good luck when you get an operation. Good luck there. White people are fucking everywhere. You, yeah. can't, do, you can't just go, I hate white people. I, I can't hate Mexicans. I love fucking margaritas. Like, I mean, I can't hate Mexicans. I love Mexican food. Oh, Honestly, I the last thing I want to do is pull a clip in and say, like, this guy's racist. I, yeah. I hate doing that. Of course. Yeah. I've actually never done it before. We listened to an entire week of Alex Jones, you and I. <laughs> When we reviewed the Alex Jones shit, I didn't use the word racism once. Yeah, but Bert Kreischer gets out here and says, you can't hate white people because how are you going to get an operation? Yeah. White people are amazing. They're surgeons. I don't dislike Mexicans because who's going to make a margarita? Yeah. Bert. Oh. Holy oh. shit, oh. dude. Oh. Oh. I don't think he said that as a joke. Well. I don't think that was the part that was the joke. I think he's that ignorant. Well, and it turns out that he's actually black. My number six. And they kept going, well, I thought you were black, Bert. Like, come on. Because I'm so into hip-hop. I was oh, like, man. yeah, I don't like that shit, man. It scares me. It's like a... My black friends thought I was black because I listened to hip-hop. I'm just going to let that chill there for a little while. Well, you know Bill Clinton was the first black president. Yeah. I guess it kind of makes sense. Well, he did play sax on Arsenio. That's pretty... That's uh, I give him points for that. And he wore boxer shorts. Fuck yeah! Don't forget that. It's not like Bob Dole was wearing boxer shorts. Let's talk more about Oof. how Oof. dumb Bert is. <laughs> Please, yes. After he asks him this amazing question about what's going on in the tech sector of the world, yeah. 
This guy brings up, well, do you know what's going on with China? And Bert is very quick to the affirmative on that. China has their hands in pretty much all of our devices. Have I, you heard this? Dude, I have heard so much shit about China lately. Yeah. You know, they're apparently they're buying up uh some there's buying up all of somewhere <laughs> dude china i know all about this you know what they're up to right now they're buying what are they buying are they buying they're buying oh. up, they're buying up somewhere i know that oh. i know that and then oh. <laughs> that's one of the dumbest things i've ever heard that's great and then he figures out what it is all of somewhere uh all of africa uh yeah africa. Oh, that's africa. it yeah Oh, what's that place? What's that place? Oh, an entire continent. Yeah. That's the place I couldn't think yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One fifth of the surface area of the globe. Yeah, yeah. That's Holy shit. Good Lord. Bert is like a... He's a weird human being, and I got a couple examples of that. All right. My number one is him, and he. this is going to come up a bunch, but uh, he, Joe Rogan pulls him aside. I had such an issue with making friends that Rogan pulled me aside. And was like, how he had a shot of whiskey and a beer. And he was like, hey, man, we're trying to be your friend. And you're not letting us be your friend. <laughs> I was like. Wow. Do you know how fucked you got to be for someone to pull you aside and be like, listen, dude. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I, we're, uh... I kind of give him credit in that regard. He's very honest about himself. Sure. And what his flaws are as a human being. I'll give him credit for that. And he talked about how he's working on himself and trying to be better. He seems like he was insufferable about 15 years ago. Yeah, I'm sure. So I'll give him credit for that, but... He tells a date story that blew my fucking mind. Here's number three. I took her on a date and we had a fucking blast. And I told her that night, here's the deal. I don't... I'm not like a... I don't fuck people on the first night. Like, I'm not like that kind of person. I'm a little more reserved. And she was like, huh? And I was like, you, you just want to have sex, right? And she was like, oh my God, who the fuck do you think I am? And I was like, I was like, you're a whore, right? And that goes on for a while. Oh my God! Can you fucking imagine? Do you know who? Do you know who that story's about? No, it's I about don't. his wife Leanne. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, he was talking about when he met Leanne. He thought she was a whore, and she married him. And she married him, dude. If the first date conversation is like, "Listen, I know you're hoping for the high hard one, but I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm not that kind of guy, honey." I'll give him credit though. He said something that was really funny because his wife obviously hears these shows. Yeah, and he goes, "When I first met my wife." She was so hot. I mean, this was a long time ago, but she oh. was <laughs> so funny. Give him credit for that. Oh, boy. I think that um, you picked up on this as well. There's some name dropping that happens on this show. Oh, is there? I didn't notice, Kyle. It's <laughs> fucking out of nowhere for no reason. You'll have to tell me how this helps this story at all. Yeah. And and they were narcissists. I think now I know they're narcissists. Yeah. But I I might talk to Stanhope about it one night at Johnny Depp's house. Drop. Yep. There was no reason they're talking about people who are narcissists. He goes, Yeah, I was having this conversation the other day with my uh, A list celebrity friends. Yeah. And what they were saying. No, he doesn't even say what they were saying. It's more about him again. And the funny thing is, he's talking about narcissists mm. and narcissism. And. He interrupts Jordan to explain that he thinks he might be a narcissist. Yeah. He points out different levels of like narcissism and predatory behavior. Because I'm a, I think I'm part narcissist. I think I'm, I'm I think I'm, a, I'm, a, my wife calls me a soft narcissist. Yeah. And that I, I happen to think about myself a lot, really? as opposed to thinking of other people. Go ahead. Yeah, going. but there's a difference yeah, between. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, check out the big brain on Brad. <laughs> You're a smart motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> 
fucking love that. I know you love that. Um, let's talk about name dropping. My number 13 is a bunch of name dropping, and I, I put a beat under it, not because it's funny, but if anybody's listening to your show and they're driving or jogging or something, I don't want them to collapse and die. So number 13. All right, it's nice of you. Yeah. But I, I might talk to Stanhope about it one night at Johnny Depp's house. Simon Rex was with Nick Swartz, and I'm not name dropping at all. Uh, 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 Bill Burr. I hesitate to say his name, but I know he doesn't give a fuck. First time we had a friend of ours killed himself. Brody Stevens, very funny comment. Rogan's uh, more my friend than I look at him in that way. Didn't have Pete Davidson's number saved. Aaron von Schoenfeld is the uh, booker of the improv. Uh, it just goes on and on and on and on. I know. It's nonstop. Oh, fuck. I had a note in here because I had the, the clip where he goes, I'm not name dropping here. No one's ever used Nick Swartzen's name. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, are you just name dropping? It's like, yeah. no, I'm talking about Nick Swartzen. That's the opposite of name dropping. Yeah. And yeah. that was the one time he caught himself, which mm-hmm. made zero sense to me. Not when he's talking about hanging out at Johnny Depp's house. When he brings up Nick Swardson. Jesus What God. was that fucking movie that guy was in that ruined his career? Where he played like this um, porn star or something? Oh, no, oh, no one I ever saw it, but we all know about. it's the worst movie ever made. It's one of the, it's like a rarefied 0% on right. Rotten Tomatoes. That's yeah. why I thought you would know that. You're, yeah. you're up on like the worst of pop culture. I sure am. And now, you know what? <sighs> Fuck. Now you gotta you, look you, it up? You found a chink in my armor, dude. What can I tell you? It'd be funny if uh, we just spent the next 15 minutes on our phones looking shit up now. You know what, Carl? It's funny you mention that. So this show is long, and it has no reason to be long. Because at one point, both of these dudes take out their phones, and they compare their Twitter headlines. This is number seven, and I know it's fucking boring, but please just like bear with me here. But I'd be curious to see what what your for your for you you looks like. Yeah, so... First, first thing is the the the, the okay the feature banner or whatever. Yeah, yeah. What is yours? Former Obama aide charged in relation <laughs> to Mueller investigation. And there is no context to that. I don't know why that's funny. It's just it's a headline on the thing. And then they both they go down and they read like the top ten Twitter headlines. It's the most boring fucking thing I've ever heard. And as I'm listening to it go on and on, I'm like, dude, why is this a three hour show? You're reading your phones to each other. I have the clip that, so they start reading the headlines. They're going yeah. through and comparing because they're trying to figure out if Twitter's algorithm is changing what the headlines are based on who's reading it. Yeah. And so this goes on, like you said, for a while. And then they come to this and both make themselves sound stupid. I got Pamela Anderson reacts to Julian Assange's arrest. I got Pamela Anderson. Why do I want her reaction <laughs> yeah, well, to Julian Assange? Wait, her reaction, yeah, wait, her okay. reaction is, who's Julian Assange? That's got to be <laughs> give me a break. Like, why would anyone go? What's Pam Anderson thinking <laughs> yeah. about this? Like, stop the presses. I want to know what... Clearly the... she must be dating him or something. Yeah. Oh, my she God. She must have fucked him. There's only one reason she would be in test with him that she gave him Pepsi. And maybe it's because I listen to No Agenda and some of these other shows. Yeah. And I know that Pam Anderson has gone to visit Julian Assange yeah. multiple times. And that there's a relationship there. And these guys just see it and they're like, Pam Anderson? What is this fucking wacky town? Yeah. What kind of news is this? And then they very quickly start reading like, oh, okay. So apparently she has this to say about Ecuador and this to say about, yeah. oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, she's actually up on shit. So that I'm amazed we're just now getting to this. That falsetto thing, man. Yeah. He turns it on and off. Here's number 14. Yeah, all right. It's just, no, that's accurate. Yeah. That's very accurate. I love the book. It's like brilliant. <laughs> 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 oh, 
another double vodka. So the way you made it was perfect. I don't think that's real. I love that because he sounds like a dying quail. I mean, that shit is awful. But so I do want to give Bert a compliment because I've been giving him shit this whole time because he's a horrible podcaster and the show yeah, sucks. Right. Um, but I'll tell you what, man. I found some of his his music. I don't know if you know he was a he was a musician for a while. I did not. And boy, um, those high notes are tough, man. But he fucking nails it. My number eleven is one of his songs. <laughs> what are you doing Friday night? Good luck getting a home loan. Good luck getting a fucking car. Good luck with getting. Good luck when you get an operation. Good luck to white people are fucking everywhere. You can't do these kids just going, hey, white people? Give me a break. Why would they be looking? What's the name of this? She must have fucking. There's only one reason she would be intentional is that she gave him Pepsi. Oh, wow. Until the morning, and now I'm like, oh, could you kick in the block? Someone's sure. just going to pull that fucking clip in there, and then me just go, <laughs> Dude, I feel stupid now. <laughs> I didn't know that he was a musician. Yeah. And I've heard that song before. I should have yeah. known that. Yeah. yeah. I swear I've heard that tune. And uh, he had another hit, too, to my number 12. Oh, fuck. Now I feel really dumb. I might have to take this out and post. What the fuck is are you sleeping? Are you are you sleeping okay? Because I have a mattress for you. Leave the mattress in the middle. I don't feel dust anymore. Come to America and go to a mall and realize it's isn't gonna work out the way they thought it was. Oh. Holy shit, with that laugh, did you work Thriller into this anywhere? <laughs> I should have. That's well done, Croge. I want to get back to not only this ridiculous over-the-top laughter that he has, yeah. but listen to how uncomfortable his guest gets. Because when you're on a show with someone and they start laughing, typically yeah. you're going to laugh along a little bit, even if it's sure. polite laughter. Jordan is not say? laughing along. He has no idea why he just turned on this spigot where he's just uncontrollably laughing like a hyena. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I... Let's... By the way, he's reading his DMs. <laughs> okay, so this fits in with everything we've been talking about. Oh. Bert is just sitting there ignoring his guest, reading his DMs, and he starts laughing hysterically, and the guest is not amused. But yeah, I'm, I... Let's... Like, how many unread texts do you have right now? <laughs> Simon just texted me on Insta on on, on uh, Twitter, and he says, "Looks like you did it again." <laughs> I'm just gonna give you my number. So you heard that the the guest gave him nothing there. This is another example of that where it gets even worse. Bert's foaming at the mouth. He's laughing so hard. That did I've been come thinking up. about you. Oh, the poor guy. He's a fucking arms dealer, and he's this guy. Hey, buddy. Please don't reply to this. Hey, man, I've been thinking about you. Oh, 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 this is why I don't reply to emails. 
I think this is oh, the reason Fuck why Christ. people suggested this episode specifically. Yeah. Because Jordan doesn't know what to do right there. He's, yeah. She tries to start well, politely laughing along. Yeah. But it's insincere. Well, yeah, in my mind, he's got his wallet out, and he's, like, about to stick it in his mouth so he doesn't <laughs> swallow his own tongue and die from a fucking <laughs> epileptic fit. It doesn't sound healthy, this guy. No. I don't want to use whatever workout app he's been using. I don't think it's going to work very well. <laughs> yeah, no shit. He's practically dying just looking at a fucking feed. On it. This is where they're scrolling through their Facebook feed. <sighs> In real time, you hear them Ugh. discussing what they see on Facebook. Ugh. I don't even want to look at my Facebook feed. Yeah. I don't want to look at theirs. Fucking okay, Facebook, Facebook or Instagram, but Facebook is is better, in my opinion, at let's filtering for big news. Let's see who I got, too. Uh, Tiffany Haddish. Uh, I'm not going to text her. Amazing. Uh, let's see. Oh, a lot of people. Uh, so, I mean, what's the interesting part? God damn it. Boring. Uh, some of these people I don't fucking know. My Facebook's so filled with people I don't know. I'm sure. Think about it. Would this be interesting to you? Would you listen to this? Thank you, Bonnie. This is what I mean by comfortable. This show has yeah. gotten way too comfortable with itself. Yeah. They have a lot of fans. Good for them. That's awesome. I'm sure Bert's a great comedian. But nobody wants to listen to you and your guests scroll through their Facebook feeds oh, and explain how, oh, uh, Emily's on here. I don't know Emily real well. I think uh, I think we were in second grade together. Oh, yeah, what's I this? And this is another example of Bert just getting distracted by his phone. Oh, fuck me. I, well, now we're just... <laughs> yeah, now we're just on our own. Oh, this is, uh, I'm, I'm not even talking right now. I'm just literally... Yeah. Thinking of jokes to text people. He's not even talking on his podcast. Ugh. He's just completely self-absorbed and consumed with his phone. Yeah. And just looking at that. This show should just be called Bert Kreischer is Distracted by His Phone. Yeah, there you go. That's actually a better title. If that was the name of the show, I'd be like, they nailed it. Fucking pulled it off. I yeah. can't believe it. All right. What else you got? Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's it. I'm so fucking done with this. I can't wait to never listen to this guy ever again. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not ready to be done with this just uh, yet. Uh, I have a clip on here that is the best part of the show. Okay. By far. Ooh, okay. All right. Now you got my attention. Yes. They talk about how everyone on the West Coast is trying to do the Joe Rogan thing. Yes. Which, obviously, he's copying Joe Rogan. Uh, yeah. It's like, I'm going to interview people, and I'm going to... In fact, let me play this clip real quick where they're talking about that. Mark and I came to an epiphany last night about comedy, about uh, the difference that you see in comics. Is like a lot of us in L.A. have all kind of uh, subscribed to the Rogan mold of like do a podcast, do good stand up. That that's how you that's that's your that's your path. He also mentions that Tom Segura from Your Mom's House is his best friend, and we did Your Mom's House a few weeks ago. Yes, and surprisingly. Their fans agreed with us. <laughs> yeah, they did. They Everyone really did. was concerned. Like, oh, those fans, watch out. Watch out. On the subreddit, they're like, yeah, these guys got it right. Yeah. This show's gotten stupid. They just interview people. It's boring. This is the problem. They're all trying to be Joe Rogan. Yes, absolutely. They're like, oh, I can sit down with someone for three hours and talk to them. You can't. Yeah. Joe Rogan is an interesting person. He knows how to interview someone. He knows about the topic. He's knowledgeable. Maybe he does a little bit of studying beforehand. And he's interested. He's interested. Yes. He listens to the answer. Absolutely, yeah. 
he actually has a conversation with people. Mm-hmm. Bert Kreischer comes out and goes, all right, tell me something interesting. Yeah, tell me some stuff. Tell me some stuff. Give me, give me some stuff. And then I'm going to talk about me for a while. Okay, back to you. Tell me something. Tell me something interesting. See, tell Bert, me something good. You are not Joe Rogan. Anyway, yeah. my point is, that was not my point. I got off a little bit here. <laughs> so the, the mold for the West Coast is Joe Rogan. And then they say on the East Coast, it's Dave Attell. Huh. And they decide to start telling all their favorite Dave Attell jokes, which is the best part of this whole podcast. Yeah. yeah. So what's your favorite Dave Attell joke? Oh, jeez. Uh, I love the joke where he says, uh, I used to do drugs, but that was way over there. <laughs> it just, no joke has ever sounded like that. That's a, that's a new is formula. It, is, it, is it just me, or does an owl look like a lawyer for a parrot? A parrot lawyer, yeah. <laughs> Uh, when Steve Irwin died, he got killed by a stingray, and he goes, ah, stingray, the Puerto Rican of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a million of them. You know the kind of girl that drinks Diet Coke and whiskey and goes outside and yells the N-word at a lunar eclipse? <laughs> he said, uh, if you bury a Confederate flag, a Cracker Barrel grows. <laughs> By far the best part of the podcast. Yeah. This podcast should just be telling David Tell jokes. Yeah, yeah. And then it'd be amazing. Yeah. Then you could read ad reads, mid-rolls, post-mid-rolls, whatever you wanted to do. I'm, I'm there. Let's yeah. do it. Uh, I thought that, that was my way. Mark Norman has been touring with him in, in Europe. Mark Norman was, uh, was on the show. And also on the show that I listened to that was number 343. And I want to play a couple of clips from that episode. Okay. This is, I, I mentioned in the beginning of these shows, it's just him and his wife chatting about nonsense. Yeah. And he says he wants to put good shit out and then immediately fumbles the ball. That's all I want to do is make good shit. And I'm putting you on good shit because I want my shit to be that good too. I hope that you, that I keep putting out, st- ah, what the fuck? <laughs> so it's ridiculous that a professional podcast would be that terrible. Yeah. So you think, well, okay, he must not edit. Obviously, that's like what they're going for. That's the charm of it. They don't edit. Yeah. Except for right after that, this happens. Podcast. Not a live podcast. Just do a podcast. We'll air that next week. Today's podcast is... Oh, shit. I forgot to mention Shane Torres. Shane Torres. Obviously edited in. Yeah. Why not edit out the part where you're fumbling on your words? You can't do the live read correctly. Yeah. And then here's proof that podcast fans are a lonely bunch. Mm-hmm. If there's a demographic known as lonely, <laughs> we should just call it Eleanor Rigby should be the name of podcasts <laughs> because the podcast doesn't even make any sense anymore. No one has an iPod. Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. Uh, this is him talking about when his early fans found the show. It's because they needed a friend. I hadn't happened in a while, but like when podcasting really took off, there were a lot of people that uh, were going through something that found podcasting and mm. were you'd f- run into them and they'd put all their cards on the table and end up crying to you a lot and it was like Ugh. but, wow. it, but it was Jesus like always like Christ. it was always like some guy going through I'm going through some I love all the background noise we have yeah. going on they're like there's a you... truck making a delivery um Ugh. I left that part in because there's barely any noise in the background and he acknowledges it it's the opposite of Opie yeah he actually is concerned that you might hear some random nonsense Except for the fact that he did learn something from Opie. Tomorrow's two to three hours. What's what's the next day? Uh, Bath to London, two hours realistically. 
Maybe we'll do a bath to London. We'll do a podcast coming into London or on the train. Oh, no. no. We'll do a podcast. Four hours, four hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll do a podcast on the train. No. We'll do a podcast on the train. We'll release that next week. No. Ruh, Don't ruh, do a podcast on the train. Ruh, ruh. Come on, Opie. What are you doing? He brings up a compelling story about a baseball team that he used to be on. I think it was a softball team. This was fascinating. Remember when they used to have rovers in uh, in baseball? No, they put they'd field nine people and then yeah. they go put the girl at rover. Right, and she they, left center, right center, yeah, wherever oh, she needs to be. Right. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and so uh, her name was Melissa Grover. Oh, oddly enough, yeah, Grover I think, over? yeah. And so she was our rover in Pinto League. She was a good baseball player. I ended up knowing her my whole life. Yeah, yeah, I know her brother too. I think I'm saying their name. I think it was their dad was an orthopedic surgeon. Who fucking <laughs> wow. cares? Sorry, dude, I drifted off there for a minute. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah, that got tough right there. Ugh. Shooting the shit with his buddies aimlessly. Yeah. Talking about random nonsense. Let me tell you about my childhood friends. Oof. Crows, Oof. If you Oof. if you had a conversation like that at band practice, I'd hit a power cord to shut you up. <laughs> this is happening on a podcast. Yeah. On purpose. Oh, my God. I got called out because I said, yeah, I don't talk about the isotopes enough. And then I <laughs> fucking non-stop oh yeah it's the other day of bad practice yeah jordan what's the guy's name jordan harbinger sure yeah said something kind of weird I, I was surprised by this oh yeah you know all uh guys that wear tampa bay buccaneer shirts are racist and abuse their kids <laughs> i don't know if that's true it that well, doesn't sound i mean accurate I, I, I i'd be open to seeing the statistics <laughs> painting no. with a broad brush there isn't he <laughs> All right, I'll be honest. Bert goaded me into taking that clip. Right, it you know, makes someone's you... just gonna pull that fucking clip just there, and yep. then me just go. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's exactly what happened. Last thing I'm gonna play, and then we'll move on, Crow. Uh-huh. God, I'm sorry. You wanted to be done with us, and I'm just like rapid fire. Let's go, let's go, let's go. More clips. He's talking about his buddy Tom Segura, mm-hmm. and of course, Tom is a very famous comedian. Has a huge podcast with your mom's house, and. Even Bert laughs at what Jordan says here. Um, my my best friend uh, is a comedian, Tom Segura. Oh, yeah. And so, he's all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's really large, so that happens. Dr. Drew had him on. Yeah, and so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes, he's all over the place. Dr. Drew had him on. Bert's like, Dr. Drew? What, what is this, 1998? Why, why, <laughs> why would that be a big thing? No one listens to Dr. Drew. Tom Segura's podcast is... 50 times bigger than Dr. Drew's podcast. Yeah. No one's listening to that. He's like, oh, yeah, he's all over the place. Okay, I guess. Oh, I thought that was funny. All right. Nothing else you want to play from your board here? We got some unplayed clips. You're good? No, I got two uh, miscellaneous cringes to throw at you later. But oh, that's sweet. It for, that's it for this stuff. Awesome. Well, if that's the case, we have a lot more to get to. Fantabulous. Let's start with everyone's second favorite segment. You listen to Opie at all this week, Rush? Oh, God, no. I didn't tell you to, but I assume at this point you know the deal. I did. I spent three hours with that other asshole. That's true. Otherwise, I would have. Yeah, yeah. that was very rude of us to make you do that. (laughs) This is episode 110 called The Float Place. 
The float place. Opie is on his own in this episode. Oh, joy of joys. Yes. Always cringe-tastic when it's just the Opster. Yeah. So here's the scenario that I want to present to you. Are you familiar with sensory deprivation? I am. Okay. This is where you sit in a tank of salt water Mm -hmm. and you float and it's silent and pitch black. There's nothing that's working against your body in any way. Yeah, and it's like it's up to body temperature, right? So there's just, there's no sensation at all, yeah. Correct. As soon as you get used to the water touching you, I've done this a couple of times, so I, I know a little bit about this. Yeah. You sit in there for an hour and a half or so, and you are alone with your thoughts. There is nothing else to distract you, nothing else going on in the world. And Oof. people... It's terrifying. It's terrifying. <laughs> Especially for a guy like Opie. Yeah. Could you imagine? Oh, Lord. So Opie has been going back and forth with this guy on Long Island who owns one of these float centers. And he goes up to the guy. They've been going back and forth for a while. He's a fan of Opie from back in the day. Opie walks into his establishment and doesn't even have a normal human interaction with him. He's automatically podcasting. Oh, boy. Tom? Yes, sir. Tom, I already started the podcast. Oh, hi, man. What's Good going on, you. buddy? How awkward Whoa. is Opie? He cannot just be a human being for one second. He's just no. a broadcaster. Yeah. He's always broadcasting. He walks to the establishment. Hey, Tom, it's Opie. What's up, man? You're on the show. Say hi to the listeners. Ugh. It's like, okay. It's, all right. So this is awesome. I, I'm so excited to play these clips for you, Crouch. <laughs> I really am. All right. I, I, I should have got through that, uh, that fucking Burt Kreischer nonsense a lot quicker because this is what I'm stoked about today. Nice. He is going to get ready to, for the very first time, do this float. All right? And Opie does not understand what this is at all. He's wildly confused. He thinks that anytime, anytime there's water involved, uh-huh. that it's a similar experience to what he's about to do. For example, he asks people if it's like scuba diving. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I'm going, I'm going pitch dark. Yeah. I'm going pitch dark. Is it like uh, scuba diving? Have you ever scuba dived? I've never went scuba diving. Scuba diving is the most amazing thing you can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. This guy owns a float center. It's all about it. And Opie goes, is it like scuba diving? He's like, I have no idea. I mean, no, it's not. <laughs> Scu- scuba diving is totally different experience. Yeah. I-, I would say almost night and day. Yeah. <laughs> Because the whole point of scuba diving is you're seeing sights and moving a lot, moving yeah. a lot. Yeah, you're yeah, very yeah, yeah. aware of your surroundings. There's, it's a very, very different experience. The only thing that I would say it has in common is the water part. Yeah, right. That's the only thing. But if you're gonna, if you're gonna say that, then anything that you do outside, I guess you can compare with each other. You want to play baseball? Uh, I don't know. I rode a motorcycle once. Is that the same yeah. thing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. This is uh, the guy, Tom, who owns the shop. He's uh-huh. explaining what goes into one of these tanks. And what it is, is it's a body of water, usually about 200 gallons of water. It's got about 1,000 pounds of Epsom salt in it. 1,000 pounds? 1,000 pounds. Okay. Did you, did you catch that, Croche? Uh-huh. What did he say was in the water? Epsom salt. How much? 1,000 pounds. Okay. 1,000 pounds of Epsom salt. Didn't know there was going to be a quiz today, Carl. Well, I just wanted to see how good your comprehension skills were. Wow. Because <laughs> Opie's are atrocious. 
One minute later, he asked him this. How yeah. many pounds of salt again? About a thousand. A thousand? What kind of salt is it? Epsom salt. Fucking Opie! Are you kidding me? And then, the Opster, now he wants to show off his comprehension skills. And then, uh, take me through it, because so, I'm going to do this, but, uh, you know, for the podcast. So, it's uh, over a thousand pounds of salt. Yeah, come on, check out this video. <laughs> Let's go down the hall. It's not the fucking important part, Opie. Yeah. It's not the weight of the salt that's the important part of this. So this is Opie explaining that he can he meditates. Opie's very zen. I don't know if you knew that. That's I find that surprising. I do too. I find it unrealistic. Yeah. I think he might be lying because he's explaining meditation in a way that I've never heard anyone else explain it. Dude, I've had wild meditations. Yeah. Wild. I've said it uh, off and on on the podcast. I've come out of some medications, not uh, medications, Jesus, medications. Uh, meditations. Not all of them, obviously. Most are just I'm relaxed and chill and it's nice and it calms me. But every once in a while, I, I, I'm on a rocket ship and I, I'm seeing things that I can't um, explain in like human language. Like shapes seen. and colors <laughs> and like Things that seem to be like in contact with me, crazy stuff. It's only happened a couple times. And then I come out of it and I, I've said this on the podcast. I, I want to run home and tell my wife. And then by the time I get home, I'm like, I can't explain or describe what I just went through. You're nodding. That's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> Thank life. you. Good Lord. I've never heard someone explain meditation like that. That's before. the exact opposite of meditation. Right. That's like meditation is calmness. It's calming your mind. Well, first of all, meditation is all about being present. Yes. Opie is the least present person I've ever Correct. heard before. Correct. But second of all, yeah, it, it's it's about becoming one with your body and your breathing and all that. It would be like if I was like, dude, I took a nap and it was the most exciting thing that's ever fucking happened. It was like being on a roller coaster. <laughs> this nap was so fucking amazing. Right. So he explains uh, that that's what meditation is, which it is not. Good Lord. And, he's, and if you heard the end of that clip, he goes, I see you're nodding. You know what I'm talking about. And the guy says, yeah, yeah, I do know what you're talking about. It's not meditation. You're nodding. You understand this. I understand from a dream perspective. Like, I've had dreams that I can't, like, right. come out very vivid to me. And it's almost like pictures or, like, a moving story that I understand. But if I try to describe it to somebody, yeah. I can't, you, I don't have the right words to describe right. it, right? Okay. So, Opie does not understand what meditation is. He's not grasping the concept of what this float experience is supposed to be. Yeah. He's not understanding it at all. In fact, he explains that he's not going to podcast from the tank. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense, right? <laughs> it's a silent environment. Well, Probably not, not a great place to podcast from. Yeah, I'm not going to podcast while I meditate either. But someday he will. Now oh, I know God. people, uh, fans of this podcast, are going to be mad because, you know, now like... I'm going to shut the door and I'm not going to, you know, continue the podcast. But you know what? Down the road after we do this. So what we're going to do is Joey's going to do something. It'll be a jump cut. And then next time I talk, it's when I leave the tank and then we'll talk about my experience. Okay. Cool. But down the road, if we do this again, we got to get the Cuban here and a couple of my other guys. We'll have one big party here. And then somehow I want to like, I want to like uh, podcast from the tank a little bit. You fucking moron. Is you that fucking the moron. dumbest thing you've ever heard? He wants a podcast from the tank. And have a party. Let's have a fucking party. I got to get the Cuban down here. I got to get Vic Henley. He's a fucking riot. You're going to love Vic Henley. He never shuts up. It's exactly what you guys want in this place. The guy's like, 
we actually just listen to classical music yeah, that's, and then get in the tank for a couple hours. and That's 180 degrees opposite of what we do here, you asshole. It's precisely the opposite. He's talking about throwing a party and he goes, somehow we're going to figure out a way to podcast from the tank. So he's not understanding this concept at all. Right? Yeah. Obviously. And, and I like that he's explaining how audio formats work. Now, listen, the next time I talk is not going to be like right after what I'm saying now. What uh, You're going to hear me. It's going to sound like right now in a minute from now, but it's not going to be. Even- and he said his listeners are going to be bummed about it. Oh, they're going to be devastated. My, My listeners, listeners love it when I bring them into the diner with me. We walk down the street together. Okay. Every moment of my fucking day is being captured by this audio. I was like. Nobody likes that. Oh, they? no. They tell you they like that. They hunger for it. Carl, they hunger I, get, for it. <laughs> I get emails like, how come you don't podcast during meals? How come you don't podcast while you're asleep? I wish you'd podcast from the shower. I can't spend a fucking moment of my day separate from you, Opie. That's the emails that he gets. All right. So Opie does the sensory deprivation and he comes out of it and this is his reaction. Wow. That's all I have to say is, wow. Oh my God, I am so like chill, so relaxed. I just got out of the flotation chamber. I think that's what it's called. About five or 10 minutes ago. I literally couldn't speak. I was so chill, so mellow. All right, so I've I mentioned I've done this before. I don't know if you ever have. Oh, I've not. All right, I've tried it a couple of times. It's fine. Yeah. I'm probably not the right person for it, but there's no way that Opie did this right. <laughs> and, and I'll prove it. I'll prove it. So he goes on to explain some of the things that he was really shocked about, and one of them was how dark it was in there. The other thing, when I when I first started I just closed my eyes because naturally you want to do that even though it's a very very dark space you can't see your hand in front of you but you know I guess you're you're just used to you know closing your eyes so I closed my eyes and somewhere in there I decided to open my eyes and you couldn't tell the difference you couldn't tell the difference between your eyes open or your eyes closed no shit Sherlock no shit no shit Sherlock Is that amazing? He goes, so I was in this pitch black environment. Yeah. And you wouldn't believe it, Crush. Whether your eyes were open or closed, it was completely dark. I closed my eyes, it was dark. I opened them, it was still dark. And then guess what? I closed them again and it was still dark and then I opened them again. Fuck you. Sensory deprivation. Are you not grasping? Sight is one of your senses, Opie. Are you not understanding the concept of this? I mean, it's in the name of the fucking thing you're doing. This is him, again, proving that he has no idea what this is because he, again, acts like he's scuba diving. And at one point, I had my arms all the way stretched out behind my head. And that felt uh, absolutely amazing. It reminded me of uh, when I used to go scuba diving. I haven't scuba dived in a few years now, but... um, (laughs) Just that sensation of being in the ocean and just kind of floating in space. But with that, you know, you're checking out fish. You're, right. You're checking out coral. You have to kind of, you know, make sure you're kind of swimming along lightly. <laughs> yeah, we know what scuba diving oh is. God. It's nothing like what you just did. Could you imagine if he goes to a scuba diving instructor? He's like, 
Oh, is this like sensory deprivation? Because I've, I've done that. Is this the same thing? No, it's not. It's similar oh. though, right? Similar? Because I put my arms over my head in the float tank. It's like that, right? Can you believe this fucking asshole? Oh he is God. so stupid. And he puts it out on the internet for all of us to enjoy. Yeah. He's such a nice guy. He's always giving. Well, and it's just so boring. The The experience itself for the person that's doing it, I'm sure, is, is cool, you know? But... It's not interesting to anyone else. I mean, why Why are we doing this? All right. Opie again talking about his experience in the tank crush. Because this is uh, what we're all excited about. This is course. why we're listening to this podcast. It's the reason we showed up today. You could tell that he obviously understands a lot about meditation. Wow. Wow. You want to talk about not hearing a sound. Not a sound. And then at one point I'm looking around the, the chamber trying to see anything and I couldn't see nothing. Then I'm like, well, let me see if I could at least see my hand in front of my face. And I kept putting my hand closer and closer to my eyes. Couldn't see. Couldn't see at all. Nice meditation, stupid. He's in there fidgeting the whole fucking time. Yeah. And he talks about how he's like bouncing back and forth and he's doing all this shit. It's like, Opie, you are not alone with your thoughts. Mm -hmm. You're trying to see your fucking hand in the pitch dark. Ugh. Oh my god, this fucking guy. So he goes out and he talks to the owner and he explains what an amazing experience he had. He can't wait to do it again. And Tom's surprised because he says, you know, usually the first time you do this, you're kind of feeling it out. Mm-hmm. And it takes a few times before you really figure out how to enjoy it. That's great, man. That's great you were able to get so deep your first float. Because a lot of times people come here, especially in, during their first session, they're almost... It's almost like they're trying too hard to do it. Like, all right, yeah. I'm going to float. I'm going to relax. I'm Sounds gonna get right. There. And it's yeah. like they, they almost like psych themselves out or they have different expect, expectations coming in. They think it's going to be this amazing thing. And yeah. rather than just letting themselves naturally get there, they try to force themselves to get right. there. And it doesn't sound like that's what happens. It sounds like you were able to kind of go in there and yeah. just no. slip away as you should. Yeah. Tom is explaining that Opie is a liar. <laughs> that's what that was right there. Really? you All that stuff worked out perfect for you? Because, Opie, that's never happened before. That's not how this works. Yeah. Oh, no. For me, that's exactly how it worked. Yeah. I was, I was so tranquil, and I was on a, in a meditation, and oh, the yeah. time flew by. Oh, like, No, you were trying to look at your hand. You were fidgeting. You had your arms over your head. You thought you were scuba diving. Yeah. A fucking idiot. Like, no, no, no. First time I went golfing, hole in one. Hole yeah, <laughs> in one never on a player five. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> this is... Opie having the same interview skills as Bert Kreischer. Oh, boy. So so walk us through uh, floating. Like, um, yeah, just explain it for the, the newbies out there. <laughs> just just explain the entire thing that you do. Yeah. This entire business that you have set up. Just explain it. What's the deal with floating? <laughs> Who are these floaters? Where would you begin with a question like oh, that? God. Opie, you had all this time to prepare to talk to this guy, and you had no questions. Ugh. All right, two more things I want to play from this episode mm-hmm. that I thought were hilarious. He gets there, and he's talking to these jerks with a Zoom recorder, and someone's teapot is boiling in the background. Oh, nice. And Opie's very concerned about this because of the noise that it makes. Of course. What's that loud noise? Is that tea? Oh, yeah, it's a tea kettle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so sad here. Um... <laughs> No, I got a yeah, producer. So. He's gonna. That might drive him nuts because as long as they know it's tea in the background. What kind of tea were you uh, brewing today? Um, so he's concerned that Joey's gonna freak out oh. that you could hear that in the background. 
Meanwhile, this is the asshole who's had dogs barking. He's sat in diners. He's walked down the street in Manhattan. He podcasted from a podcast convention on the floor of the convention. He's been in a restaurant's kitchen that's under construction. And he's concerned that he walks into this place. He's like, oh, dude, what the fuck? You got water boiling over there? I mean, my producer would be pissed about this. But he asks (laughs) the hard-heading questions what we all want to know carl <laughs> what kind of tea what kind of tea are you brewing man that see that's the kind of heavy hitting shit that we've come to expect from the oakster uh, it better be earl gray or else i'm fucking out of yeah, here fuck that bullshit we got some sleepy time over there i won't stand for that all right crows one last clip from this episode yes. anyone who's anyone who's listened to this show knows i have to play this clip yeah it's a long one okay but i couldn't take any of this out yeah all right you have to hear it all Love it. Love it. All right. Really, Joey? This is before he goes into the tank. Okay? (laughs) All right. Really, Joey? (laughs) Joey. Yeah. Give me some peace. From what I heard, you already have peace. Joey. Uh Uh-huh, I'm here. Joey. Standing by. Gotta take my leak before I go into my tank. Can't you do something here? You like podcast noises, so... You're gonna hear... You don't want you don't want to hear Let's just let it roll. Alright. No? Joey? We let everything else roll. <laughs> I wish people could see the look on your face right now. <laughs> I fucking hate this. <laughs> Hold on, they get some good jokes in as he's peeing. Joey puts some stuff in post to really amp it up. How fucking long does this oh. go on? Hold on. Wait for it. Jesus Christ, you piss like man of war. Hello. Did you hear that? In this fucking cheesy radio edit. Hello! This fucking Joey Salvia guy took a, a train from the 90s to the studio to produce this. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with these people? He was frozen in time for finally, 20 years. A little shake. There we go. You hear that, Joey? Oh, I thought it was over. Oh boy. I fucking hate this. What the fuck? Can you believe this is happening? What the Do fuck? Me a favor. This was on the fucking After you're show. Done floating, <laughs> go get your prostate checked out. Please. There's the How fucking long is this clip, dude? It's two minutes long. You go. Oh All my right. fucking god. It's real time yeah. listening to OPP. Oh fuck. <laughs> fuck you. You're fucking fucking. You fucking. All right. This is Wait. brought to you by the asshole who wants to podcast from the float tank. Don't po- no, don't stop it. I want to hear him wash his hands. He didn't. He walked out of the door. Oh, you <laughs> fucking motherfucker! <laughs> I know. I was asleep for that, too. Uh, I think he's holding the Zoom recorder in one hand. He doesn't know what else to do. I don't think he has a choice. Croach, is that unbelievable? <sighs> That's one of my favorite things that I've ever brought to this show is Opie talking about Something he did not grasp the concept of at all. I can't, I, it, he was wildly confused about why he was there, what he, what he was supposed to be doing, how that all works. And his exciting conclusion was, I'm coming back here. I'm bringing Carl Ruiz with me. We're going to podcast from the tank. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Well, and I really hope he records himself taking a shit in the morning beforehand. Maybe oh, he, he oh should... that's my track 17. Hold on. Yeah. He should record his whole shit shower and shave so we could really get into the, you know, get into the fucking spirit of things. 
Uh, the soundboard's got it all, Crows. Anything you can oh. want. All right, buddy. Let's move on from Opie. We have other amazing things to talk about. awful, dude. I can't even believe what I did. Sorry, go ahead. I got a note from a listener, Paul, who thinks that our friends over at the No Agenda show were making fun of Opie. Really? Let me set this up real quick. Adam Curry got married recently. Yeah, yeah. And so they had a different type of show. They had a couple interviews. It wasn't their regular podcast, but... They broke in and joked about the fact that John C. Dvorak might want to podcast from Adam's wedding. So are you, you bring? Wait a minute. Are you wedding, bringing this, your? Are you, you bringing this wedding? Are you bringing your Zoom recorder? I'll bring the Zoom. Yes. <laughs> pick up some. Pick okay. up some material. Oh God. Well, make sure you talk to Tiffany and Willow then. Yes, I will definitely. Oh yes. <laughs> I'll bring the big one then. The big, All the right. good Zoom. Well, now, uh, Zoom, Zoom. So, not a Zoom. No, it's a Zoom. Zoom. So, H. so we want to remind people that Adam was about to say the H4N Zoom recorder, which Opie famously uses. <laughs> it's been brought up a few times on this show. So, I don't know if that's uh, true that they were that was a nod to Opie or not. I mean, that's got to be next for Opster, right? Though, I mean, he's going to be at a, some family event. Does he still? Does his family even talk to him? Maybe. No. Know. Uh, famously, they do not. Yeah, okay. Well, I can see why. But he's got kids, so maybe he'll be at like the you know middle school graduation podcast. Well, he hangs out with his in-laws. He calls them his crew, and they're down in Philly. Oof. I got my crew down in Philly. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. You married into a family that has to put up with you, stupid. <laughs> like, your real family who have known you all your life don't talk to you. Yeah, These well, new people who have to see you because they still love their daughter... That's not your crew. Yeah, they're obligated to tolerate you. For they're obligated to spend time with you because you married their daughter. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, God. Man. We got, a, we got a cool post on the subreddit from a guy. I don't know how to pronounce this name. Maybe you can help me out with this. This word right here. Cenebrary? Yeah. There you go. Nailed it. He brought up that he thinks Centering John was talking about us. <laughs> so I went and listened to it. And I think I have to agree. Yeah. Because, again, going back to the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar roast. <laughs> and I'm sorry I pronounced that so well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. But I, I always found Richard Lewis to be a lot funnier. I mean, I, I just like him. I mean, and so, like, like, when I was head writer of the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar roast. Yeah, assholes. <laughs> that's right, you fucking douches. I was the head writer of the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar roast. I got to write jokes for everybody from Kareem to fucking, I can't remember, the stuttering guy. Oh, I took God. a picture with the, all of them fucking I wrote jokes idiot. for. A.C. Cowlings. No, is that it? I don't even know the basketball I, I heard players most of the anymore. Day oh! cast off of Twitter. <laughs> no, no, seriously. But I mean, uh, I mean, I got to write for all those people. And what was I? What the fuck was I going for here? <laughs> oh my! Is that amazing? <laughs> It's like any random part of Sundry John's show you can just clip and you're like, holy shit, this guy's the worst broadcaster in the history of broadcasting. Yeah, I, you could drop the needle anywhere on Anywhere. And he'd just be like, another thing about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The reason why he brought... Oh, God. I wrote jokes for that guy and the other guy. I don't remember his name, but he was somebody. And you wouldn't be impressed if you knew his name. He couldn't think of one other person that was on that roast. There wasn't one famous person at that roast. Oh, fuck. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so right after that, the reason why he brought that up yeah. is because he's talking about the fact that Richard Lewis told him how funny he was. <laughs> oh, because, well, 
oh, uh, oh, Richard Lewis, you know, yeah. happened to be in the audience, and he goes, John, I, you know, I love you. You're fucking super talented. I always knew it. After after they played all my bits, you know. So this is the thing with stuttering John that I've realized. And I, I think it's so funny. He thinks that every polite compliment is vindication. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like obviously I'm amazing. Even Richard Lewis told me I was yeah. uh, such a great writer with all my bits. When I got right in his face and said, "How did you like it? Did you like that? It was so great what I did." Right. That's wasn't a good it? point, wasn't it? wasn't it? That's a good point. Yeah. How would you just take me aside and say, "Hey, John, I really like your bits." Oh, yeah, he's really funny, dude. Dummy. They don't actually think you're funny. Nah. It's polite conversation that you have with someone, nah. especially if you've just seen them do comedy. Yeah, yeah. I, ju- I met Jim Norton the other night. I don't know if I talked Ooh. about this. Yes. So Jimmy Norton <laughs> was in town and Vinny featured for him. So I went in and I talked to him. And you know what he said to me? He said, hey, Carl, I like your podcast. It's very funny. Do you know why he said that? Because that's what you said. Because you were standing in front of him. Right. That's what you say. He didn't go out of his way to tweet me or send me yeah. an email. He, he probably heard three seconds of the fucking show. If that, yeah. But yeah, it, was yeah. very, <laughs> it was very nice of him to say your show is very funny. Suddenly John would have heard that and be like, Jim, Jim Norton thinks I'm the funniest comedian yeah. he's ever heard. That, that would have been the first six minutes of the show today. All right. Yeah. I, would, I need to talk about this Howard Stern exclusive. Oh, boy. That Stuttering John has brought to the world. Really now? Oh, good. You stuttering don't know John about this. I was hoping you didn't know about this. Yeah, I'm out of it. All right. I was too busy looking up Artie's mugshot from this week. Was that amazing? Fuck. His face is, is flat, except for his chin pops out. His nose Boy. is flat to his face. Yeah, I mean that, if, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, Artie Lang, a longtime Stern Show co-host, got arrested for the 50th time he's going back to rehab for the 100th time but this time i'm sure it's gonna work out for sure him. his nose is destroyed from drug it's use. gone and when he's looking straight on the camera it looks bad yeah but then he turns 90 degrees for the mug shot and it's the most frightening fucking thing i've ever seen i mean it's i've seen horror movies that were less disturbing than Artie's face right now good lord that cardinal has never had a chance oh dude i've been having nightmares of that all week fuck so stuttering john gets exclusive audio. And okay. he's been talking about this for a while. He's been saying, I know for a fact that Howard Stern told his staff to set up fake Twitter accounts. Wow. And Stuttering John has the audio. Boy, I, I, I'm going to need a minute to brace myself for that <laughs> revelation there. <laughs> and I'm going to play it for you now. The Howard Stern show I work for. How do we get the word out? So set up a fake Twitter account. Become 10 different people. I don't give a shit. And then when, we, when our core team says to you, we want to get Lady Gaga on the show, they announce it on Aldrin, and all of a sudden, Lady Gaga, I, I'm telling you, every celebrity reads their Twitter for stuff. Every celebrity starts getting just random things from fans. Hey, when are you going to do the Howard Stern show? We want you on the show. And they're getting all this publicity material. And they're getting, and they're getting bombarded. And it works. I said before, Jehovah's Witness, they bang on the door. We gotta bang on people's doors. They're forgetting about us. And I'm pissed. Okay. So we're gonna have a core team. It's gonna be about six or seven people who are gonna head this up. They're gonna meet weekly. But everyone in this room, I'm telling you, is responsible for involvement, pitching guests, and strategizing. It's up to us. If we don't do this, uh, I think we're in trouble. 
Crows reaction thoughts. Sorry, I dropped it off. So that, <laughs> that was a that was like a staff meeting. I'm Correct. assuming that was a, a secret recording of a staff meeting. Correct. So so someone pulled out their iPhone, hit record, and Howard's addressing the staff. This is early on in the Marcy Turk days. Okay. From what I understand, this is probably around the time Artie left. Yeah. Marcy well, took over the show, and they switched formats to become like this A-list celebrity interview show. Yeah. And so the the just so I understand the the controversial thing is that he wanted his people to become involved in social media? Yes. Boy, that's a shocking revelation, dude. I'm, uh... I had a feeling you were going to react like that because... I'm flabbergasted. Stuttering John is actually, like, he has blown up this amazing case against Howard. It's like, oh, well, now, no, no one's ever going to take this guy seriously ever again. This guy seems like the CEO of a company that he wants to succeed. I've sat through 500 meetings that are just like that. Right. In career. I mean, right. Jesus he's the like, guy. Yeah. I need you all on board. We got to work together on this. Yeah. We got to get great guests. Like, Oh, okay. Seems reasonable. Yeah. I, wow. I didn't find anything in there that shocked me. Did you guys know the celebrities read their Twitter? Yes. Yeah. They're narcissists. I and, did know that. I mean, don't half the people on Twitter have 10 fake accounts anyway? I mean, isn't yes. that how Twitter works? That's what works? Twitter is. It's yeah. fake accounts. Yeah, that's the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I had a feeling you weren't going to be that impressed with that. Stuttering John's super excited about it. Do you mean when I followed Artie Lang's nose on Twitter, <laughs> that, that wasn't, wasn't actually... actually his nose? Fuck. <laughs> Man. He doesn't have a nose. You should have known that. You know, social media literacy is just, it's beyond me, I guess. That's exactly right. <laughs> All right. So that's our Stuttering John segment. Oh, beautiful. Which brings us to the next segment. Cringe of the Week. All right. Of the week. That's right. We have a Cringe of the Week segment. This is a podcast called The Bayesian Conspiracy. And Tracy Gree sent this in. This is, let me read the email that he or she wrote to me. You know, when you, when you see Tracy, you assume it's a woman, but... Yeah, you never this, know. This person also likes our show, so then you go, ah, well, maybe not. Yeah, it could be Tracy Morgan. Exactly. So Trace says, they're answering a listener question about how in the transhumanist future where our brains have all been uploaded to computers and robots. Of course, yeah, you know. And you can download your mind into anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. What Thanks, body would they want to have? Yeah. And then the exchange follows where this person pretty much admits that they're a furry and then backtracks right away. So this is the cringe of the week. But then after that, I think my final form, I would set, settle on uh, something furry with a tail with like ears. Aww. Like I want to be, yeah, I want to be like some kind of foxy creature like Robin Hood or something. Because, oh my God, ah, that'd be, that'd be the best. I would live my entire life like that and be happy forever. So you're a furry. Uh, I don't know what the definition of furry is. I no? don't. Yeah, like, that, yeah, that means you're furries. furry. There's nothing wrong with okay, that. Okay, I mean, like I don't have a bodysuit or anything and i kind of i don't know no no i'm not because i can't be a anthropomorphic animal i i'm stuck in this body so no i'm not a free every now and then i put on a tail when i go out dancing because it's really fun to shake a tail on the dance Ooh, floor it just, it's something cool to work with um but if i could be a furry person animal thing then i would oh my god so he, he first says, I don't even know what a furry is, and then explains exactly what it is. Look, other than dressing... Says that he wears a tail yeah, the dance Other ball. than dressing up as an animal when I go out on Saturday nights, I don't, I'm don't. i not familiar with this whole furry concept. Yeah, Trace says, after hearing this clip, I'm fully convinced that this guy is not a furry. He's just a normal person who likes to wear a tail when he goes out to dance clubs and shakes his rub. Oh, my God. He wishes he could be a furry animal person. You know, normal stuff. Totally stuff that non-furries are into. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, just the when you're talking about downloading your consciousness into other beings, that's yeah. Sorry. Yeah, apparently this podcast is uh, about rationalists, people who fancy themselves as modern intellectuals. That there's nothing intellectual about anything that just happened in no. that clip. That's that's what I that's like about the exact that. opposite of intellectualism. Welcome to podcast. Yeah, really. So listen, since we're talking about intellectuals, can I yes. throw a couple things at you? Please. I've I've preached the gospel of your favorite band socks here before. Yes. They talked about they gave a very thoughtful critique on my favorite album by my favorite band, and they tied it back to something that we've discussed on this show a few times. No shit. So here's my number twenty. Can I just I I want to make it clear what just happened now. Go ahead. So this is something that's way inside baseball, where they're talking about your favorite band and your favorite album and something that you and I have talked about. I just think it's a funny clip. Which all I really have to say about animals is The Edge from U2 said he bought his first delay pedal after hearing the song Dogs. So fuck Pink Floyd forever (laughs) and extra fuck this album. Yeah, yeah, shit. It paved the way for U2. Fuck it. For real. That's funny. Now look, like I said, my favorite album from my favorite band, but I can't defend that. I, these they got they got a, a major. You're point. blaming Pink Floyd's Animals album. He just for said you it too. You two came out and said it, <laughs> and then they've ruined it for me forever and ever. All right, I have to check right. out that podcast. People tell me that it sucks. Other people tell me that it's great. Well, just you. Yeah, I don't care. I think it's fucking. Hilarious. I gotta check it out. I think it's funny, but all, all right. right. Now my my last one. This is gonna be real random, but. There's a, a podcast called 30 for 30, and yep. it's from ESPN. They're audio documentaries on sports. Yep. I'm not much of a sports guy, but there's some really good uh, some really good documentaries here. So what we're going to hear is Daniel Nayeri. He's of Regan Books. This is a, like 10, 12 years ago, and they're about to publish a book that is going to just totally rock Major League Baseball and sports in general. But he's talking about the process leading up to publishing this fucking shaking book. Uh, this is number 21. His boss handed him two folders with stories to go into the production pipeline. One of them, it says, Mr. Big, and it's the memoirs of this guy who has a 13-inch penis. And the other one, it says, Juiced, and it is Jose Canseco, and he wants to do a tell-all about, you know, steroids and sports. But Daniel could only choose one to get started with. I was like, ah, jeez, let's see what's going on with this guy's cock, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the reason I love that clip is because... That kind of tells you everything you need to know about journalism yes, and sports. This like, is true. This is this is huge news. He's going to name names. He's going to tell you which locker room he shot up, which baseball player was steroids. Dude, that's second on the list. Between <laughs> okay. that was in Congress. <laughs> that was being dealt with at the highest level yep, of legislation in this country. Oh yeah, these people were on trial in front of Congress for that. Yep. And ESPN was like, or this book publisher, reading books. Yeah, decided. Yeah, but this guy's got a 13-inch hog. Hold on a second. Yep. Hey, Jose. <laughs> slow down over there, buddy. Exactly. Maybe next year. So there you go. But really, 13 inches? What was the girl? <laughs> I mean, let's talk about that. Yeah, I got some pictures of my phone. Let's get into it. Uh, awesome. Well, Croge, look at us. We've done it all. Woohoo! We've done it all and then some, I yeah, would say. Yeah, certainly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it out there. What if I totally flipped the script right now? Uh-oh. And we just started listening to voicemails. I haven't even ended the show yet. Oh, shit. What if we started our voicemail segment right now? I, I don't know if I'm prepared for that. Would that fuck people up? I think people would stop listening to the show. I'll Probably. get multiple notices. I'll you, never listen again. You think people made it an hour and a half into this one? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Someone will have to like, skim through and then let everyone else know, by the way... Yeah. 
at two hours and 15 minutes in, they yeah. start doing voicemails. <laughs> Remember last week when Kaya really came up with an amazing proclamation that Opie's podcast or Opie's voicemail segment were all scripted and pre-recorded yeah. by his friends because it seemed too easy. It, it seemed mm-hmm. too well rehearsed. I've listened to these voicemails. These people are stutterers. They can't fucking make a coherent thought. <laughs> and this these guys come on. They're like, love the show. You guys are amazing. Can't wait for next year. I'm stoked. You know, like, wait, what kind of fucking voicemail is that? I'm happy to say that we now have scripted voicemails a la Opie Radio. Awesome. Hey, Carl, this is me. I'm a real person. This is how I talk. I just want to say, you're killing it. Kai is killing it. Kevin's killing it. Fuck, even Doug is killing it. You guys are making this fantastic radio show, and I can't wait to listen to more. Catch you on the flip side. (laughs) That's an amazing voice. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's fantastic. Kudos Um, to you, sir. Here's another scripted one i mean not scripted one this is just somebody explaining how i saved their life hello w-a-t-t and carl this is johnny real man (laughs) i'm just calling to tell you how much i love your show it has saved my life and it is hilarious i am a real person who is not reading from a striped script thank you for listening to me and continue being awesome at W-A-T-V. I am a huge fan. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, this is someone. We did Psychic Pebble Show last week. Did you hear that, Croge? Kai and I talking about our buddy yeah. Psychic Pebbles. Uh, this is a voicemail reacting to that. Hey, Carl. <clears throat> I'm a big fan. You know, uh found you out through the dick show uh but i I was listening to recent episodes you guys were doing uh i forgot who the fuck the podcast was but it was psychic pebbles uh you guys yeah you were doing the podcast review of psychic pebbles i basically found this other guy on youtube called mr canucks grow who sounds exactly the same as Psychic Pebbles. Look him up on YouTube. Mr. Canucks Bro. It's just like some dude in Canada who grows fucking pot, but he sounds the exact same as Psycho- Psychic Pebbles. Holy shit. Sorry, I didn't know this. Yeah, fuck yourself. All right. It's very okay, random great. to say Look. that somebody sounds like Psychic Pebbles. But anyway, here is Mr. Canucks Grow. Hey guys, I'm Matt. Welcome back to Mr. Canucks Grow. For this week's episode, I'm harvesting the 3x2 autoflower grow. I'm going to be chopping, drying, trimming, and curing, and then I'm going to weigh up the results to see how well the 200 watt Cree LED from Unifarm did. He's a little bit too coherent. Whoa. But he does have a very goofy cartoon voice. So I'll give him that. Uh, this is another guy calling in because the official podcast gave out our voicemail number. <laughs> so this is Structy for those boys. Hi there. Um, I've never seen the show. I'm just calling because I'm a massive retard and the official podcast told me to. I was just really curious about how the voice feel about the current Israel versus Palestine debate. You know, some people have been calling Israel an ethno state. 
Some people have been saying Palestine should be encroaching on the territory. Some people are saying that both sides are bad, that Palestine is just sort of a religious nut community, and that uh, Israel is just some U.S.-backed militants. But hey, that's not for me to decide. That's for the edge lords on the official podcast to decide. Um, I mean, I don't know. I guess the other one's good, too. Have at it, boys. What's the answer to the uh, Israeli-Palestinian conflict? And yeah. go. And if you could sum that up in under a minute, that'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> Didn't you have a solution for that? Can you give that to us in 60 seconds or less? This is, oh, this is a perfect voicemail. Anyone who's calling in on the WATP voicemail line, this is how you do it right here. Hey, Kazaroo. Fucking great show this week. Kaya killed. Bye. Nailed it. Love it. Wow, Eight right. seconds, in and out. Drops a couple of the fucking words you have to say, like, Kazaroo. <laughs> killed it. All right, this uh, next guy is not a fan of Kaya. Hey, Carl. First time, long time. I've been listening to this show for a long time, and I felt like Just I needed to call in finally. Because you had this fucking Kaya Orsani on the podcast. If you ever bring him on again, I'm never fucking listening to this shit Ooh, ever again. Easy, he buddy. He is so I know. sad. He just bitches and moans about everything and says, oh, you're old, he's old, oh, I'm old, oh, everyone's too fucking old. He's just so goddamn annoying. Don't have him on anymore or you're not going to have me as a listener anymore. Ooh, there's a threat. Now, hold on. His uh, issue is that someone was on your show and complaining? <laughs> What do you think this fucking show is, dude? It's two hours of people complaining about bullshit every week. What fucking show Whoa, are you listening sh- to? Dude, don't fucking... Oh, sorry. Didn't you mean to blow your format yeah, out? Yeah, come on, oh. man. We're trying to carefully disguise this as a review show. Oh, yeah, right. It's called constructive criticism. <laughs> hey, Bert, do some prep before you interview someone for three fucking hours. Learn how to not be a fucking idiot. Constructive criticism. Yeah. Hey, Opie, uh, a float tank is not scuba diving. Constructive criticism. I love the fact that these people, I know this guy's joking, but I love that these people are like, if you do that again, I'll never listen to the show ever uh, again. Think, uh, guys, the, a podcast couldn't be more controllable. I put in the description of every podcast who's co-hosting that week. Yeah. It's not a surprise. <laughs> you see the name Kaya in the description, skip that week. It's uh, fine. Kaya's awesome. Everybody loves Kaya. I think, yeah. it, I think that Kaya ha, has so much of a fan base now that there has to be people who want to dislike them yeah. just to be the counterculture. It's how this works, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine. All right. This next one is a guy who wants us to tear apart some indie podcasts. Hey, you fucker, Carl. Hey, just finished the show. It is a cold thing I've called like three times today. You uh, called me four times, hey, by the way. Uh, I, I do appreciate you uh, picking on the bigger podcast. I am a small-time podcaster myself. I have hosted a couple podcasts, The Raw Opinion, Twisted Logic, uh, and I've been on Sack Up Sundays a bunch of times. But, uh, hey, why don't you uh, start fucking with uh, just, you know, for one week, just tear apart an indie podcast, bro. It's this guy is a podcaster, I wouldn't classify you as that because you're fucking awesome. And Good guy. It's a fucking point, dude. Uh, I don't want to fuck his dick or anything, but it's fucking awesome. But peace, bitch. Good night, every pony. Call me back. Bye. Jesus fucking Christ. So his whole thing was, you could summarize in like four words. Yes. You Listen should, to a smaller podcast. Yeah, you should so review a small podcast. His four-minute voicemail was four fucking words. 
But that guy is a podcaster, and I will tell you this, as an indie podcaster, just like you are, yeah. is don't consider yourself an indie podcaster. Get better at it. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> don't use so many fucking words. Yeah, maybe get, you know, learn your way around the English language or something. I mean, just, just a thought. Constructive I mean. criticism, guys. Yeah. That's what this show is. Ugh. All right. Um, Can you oh. tell I'm fucking hangry? Who else is on there? Fuck you! What do you have to say? Go fuck yourself. I should mention real quick that... Croge is the other guitarist of the Isotopes. He and I had a show last night at the Dinosaur Barbecue in beautiful downtown Rochester, New York. Mm -mm. And we did not eat a fucking thing. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Saw a lot of delicious food go by, but... There was a ton of delicious food there, and I did not have any of it. Yeah. And this podcast... Or this podcast. (laughs) This is a perfect segue into this voicemail. Hey, Carl. This is Blisterine. I just wanted to congratulate you on two episodes in a row now that you didn't mention your stupid fucking band. Oops. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody likes that guy. You listen to the podcast, and it seems like you would be a rational enough guy to know that most people don't like you when you're just constantly chopping your band. We get it. Isotope is cute. Sim- uh, Simpsons reference. Awesome, dude. Don't care. Anyways, uh... Make sure to check out my band. It's a, it's a King of the Hill parody band, and it's called the Propaniacs. <laughs> uh, I gotta get back to work, you poop. <laughs> the Propaniacs. I love that. That's pretty Now, funny. this guy's got a serious point, but seriously, go check out the Isotopes on Spotify, YouTube, yeah. uh, Facebook, uh, I don't know, MySpace, Friendster, whatever the fuck you kids are into these days. We play all of Dark Side of the Moon in four minutes, yeah, people. seriously. It's a time saver. Where are you going to get entertainment like that? You're not. That's the point. Uh, Psychic Pebbles called the show. <laughs> Carl. Hey, Carl. I'm really, really adamantly upset about the Schmucks episode. When you call Spaz Kid, his name is Psychic Pebbles. He's a fucking name, you know? You little prick. I'm fucking good podcast. I hate you so much, Carl. I'm going to find you. I'm going to going to do unspeakable things. The schmucks is really, really freaking good, dude. Freak! Ooh, so, are they like, was that a phone smuggled into the asylum or like the, <laughs> the seventh grade detention room or what the fuck did we just listen to? Based on the production value of that, I think that was Psychic Pebbles. Okay, yeah. Still hasn't figured out how to use a microphone. Wow. Holy shit. Uh, all right, here's another voicemail. This is someone who is obviously a No Agenda fan. In the morning. I love the show. You're killing it. Also, when is John C. Mark going to be a guest? Good question. Let's do it. I'm here with us. Call me back. Bye. <laughs> John C. Dvorak, if you're out there listening, my friend, there's no way he's making it this far into the show. <laughs> Not even close. Not even close. John. He's got shit to do with his life. <laughs> we're this, yeah. <laughs> Where the C stands for call in to WATP, John C. Dvorak. That'd be neat to have him on the show. Yeah, seriously. Uh, here's a person who thinks that the callers all suck. Holy fuck, Carl. You want to know what I did today? I fucking woke up, right? Get out of bed. Start getting ready for work. Back okay. fucking hurts already. Uh-huh. Work my way over to my car. Okay. Put on your fucking podcast. Smart. Listen uh-huh. to the end of it because yeah. I listened to the other person. Per- part on the way back from work the other day holy shit nobody who fucking calls on this line knows how to fucking speak carl (laughs) 
God damn it. Holy shit. Also, uh, good show, Carl. I like it. All right. See ya. It's not that difficult, I think, is the point this guy is trying to make. Don't be blackout drunk. Yeah. Wow. Know what you're going to say. <clears throat> Try to speak coherently into the fucking microphone of your phone. Speak That's, into that. That is a big ask. I mean, really, when I when I think about the listenership at WATP, I'm assuming three quarters of them are blackout drunk, right? I mean, True. there's not there's not a lot of sober ears hearing this. And I figure there's a non-zero percentage of people who are standing on the chair with the noose around their neck. <laughs> and they've got WATP. And they're like, they're moments away from ending it all. But but then they go to deepdiscount.com and they're like, wait, I can own this on Blu-ray or DVD? And it turns it all around for Turns them. it all around. Oh, Carl, hey, I just want to say, you saved my life, man. I, I was going to, my wife left me. My kids don't talk to me, but yeah. the deals on deepdiscount.com are unbelievable. I'd be stupid not to shop on this website. Oh, save my life. Save my life. Uh, here is back to drunk people calling in. All right. Hi, uh, my name's Purple. Whoa. Uh, hey, Purple. Wanted to tell you guys to check out fucking cold one some good shit they get absolutely smashed and try try to interview people and and it, it doesn't end well uh huh. um, uh <laughs> ooh, yeah i do want to This person was overserved. I think you found your next co-host. That guy, <laughs> that guy has something. He, All right, Doug, you're getting the boot. Yeah. The 26th best co-host. I mean, you can't really describe it, but that guy's got that it. That guy's got yeah. it. Here is an example of just a fantastic voicemail. <clears throat> okay. P.S. Nailed it. All right. Nailed it. That's a good My one. hat's off to you, sir. That That's was a great. Good one. All right, last voicemail I'm going to play before I play the last one. <laughs> this is a message for Kaya. Yo, this is the guy who recommended the mole dude. Uh, I'm listening to episode 136, and Kaya seems like he's, you know, thinking that people shitting on a person is somehow weird or autistic or whatever never let him know about kiwifarms.net he'll fucking shit his pants in rage apparently about that like what the fuck yes people shit on Ethan Klein because he's an unfunny asshole I mean what the fuck um alrighty then I didn't follow that one. I yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on there. So I just I'm wanted sorry. to play that for Kaya. Maybe he could make okay, tales yeah. of that. All right, Crouch. That brings us to the teaser. The teaser. We are off next week. No, what the fuck kind of tease is that? Here's fucking 30 seconds of me teasing you. By the way, here's what I'm teasing. Nothing. Go fuck yourself. We are off next week. I will be traveling to Columbus, Ohio to witness Anarchy Camp. Oh, nice. Yes, it's an Anarchy Camp weekend. No effects, rancid, Pennywise. 
Bad religion. The list goes on and yeah. on. Oh, nice. That's what I'll be doing. That's what that's what the boomers do. Yeah. They go see punk bands that were popular in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. But the week after that, we'll be back. And I'm just going to do Red Bar. People have been requesting it for years. The fuck is that? It is a show that was on oh, Anthony geez. Cumia's network for a minute. Okay. It got kicked off. And then this guy devoted his life to ripping on Anthony. And apparently now he has some bride that he bought from Canada who's a co-host on the show. And even the people who like the show seem to hate it. Hold on a second. He got a mail order bride dot 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 from Canada? From what I read in, in Reddit? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if any of this is true. What the fuck? I checked out this guy's show once for a second and I couldn't figure out what was going on. And there seems to be so much backstory to it okay. that I've been a little bit intimidated to do it. But it's been requested now a number of times to the point where somebody requested it in our subreddit and mm-hmm. their subreddit picked up and said, yes, you should rip on this show. So, all right. All right. There if you we're go. all in agreement on this, then yeah. who am I? Who am I to say no? Actually, so. though, but Howard Stern told those guys to set up fake Reddit accounts Ooh, to tell you. To did Howard Stern talk about fake Reddit accounts? Yeah, I don't, you know. That was a different meeting. Yeah. We don't have the audio from that. So that's going to be the episode that we do. I don't know. Maybe I'll put out something. Oh, you know what I should do? It's a fucking five-hour drive. Oh, God. I should just do Uh-oh. a pot. I'll bring Uh-oh. my Zoom recorder Uh-oh. with me. Hold on. Hear on me train. out. On the train. Do no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> hear, hear me out. Because I think it'd be obnoxious if I did it in the car. Yeah. What about from the mosh pit? So, oh, no. So, right? Okay. So, you, you, you got yeah. Fat Mike yelling out some racial epithets, and I'm in there fucking moshing <laughs> with my Zoom. <laughs> I might actually do that. Nice. I like it. All right. Cool. Uh, so please join us again in two weeks because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Parting in the mush pits of morning radio. <sighs> mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Well, Great job, everyone. Boring. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. You fucking know all about this shit. (laughs) Bullshit. (laughs) Croach, I should mention, we're trying to get Chrissy Mayer on the show. Yeah. And there are some interesting things going on with her. Yeah. She was supposed to be on Opie's show, and Opie stood her up. And then she was on Twitter talking about it. And then her and Carl Ruiz were getting into it back and forth. So we get, Chrissy's getting way more interesting all of a sudden. Yeah, no shit. We got to get her on the show. I reached out to her today to try to set up a date. So that'll be fun to That's do. That's some weird podcast karma because she stood yes. you up. And then, yeah, there you go. Could you imagine? She stood me up, a show that people actually listen to, <laughs> and then wanted to be on Opie's show. <laughs> yeah, no shit.
<laughs> Chrissy, I, we gotta have a, a little conversation here. Yeah. You're not understanding how this works. Ugh. Maybe Opie can interview you from a float tank. That, yeah, you guys can have a party. That'd be fun. You guys can have a meditation party. It'll be great. Let's read some recent reviews. We haven't done this in a little while. Ooh. How many one-star reviews? 468 one-star reviews on iTunes. Nice. They continue to rack up. Samantha Riley, 1990, says, Awful. One of the worst podcasts I've ever downloaded. Do not repeat my mistake. One star. <laughs> Yay, Carl. Kaya Yawn <laughs> from GA Rhodes. <laughs> Carl, Glory Days in the Centering John podcast was hilarious. I've caught up on most of your podcasts and love them. However, Kaya sounds like he's just shot up his favorite drug. <laughs> I've been around people deep into a K-hole who sound more enthused. Wow. Love you guys, GA Rhodes. That's a five-star review. So two people who dislike Kaya. This could be a movement. I'm seeing a little uh, yeah, ground tide swelling. Is, tide is turning. Terrible from JBT1979. Chris Hardwick and Brian Poussein sure have gotten worse. Seriously, though, this show is terrible. The jokes aren't funny. The hosts aren't interesting. And they do a horrible job at researching. If I were them, I'd quit and go back to my day job of complaining about Marvel movies and Star Wars. <laughs> while living in their parents' basement. Oh, one, one star review. Sick fucking burn, dude, dude. speaking of Star Wars, how fucking terrible is... Okay. <laughs> this, this is a funny one. This came in from Telcom X, and he says, This cast sucks. The funny thing is that the suck starts in the subject line and continues on through the body. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Um, That's a one-star review. Here's another one from Bob Connor. This is the authority on podcasts? Goddamn right. The hosts listen to other podcasts, whine they don't get it, play bits out of context, and then the punchline (laughs) to their roast is a lame sound drop. How are these clouds the authority on a podcast is good or not? I don't know. This guy sounded like he kind of wrapped it up. He kind of got the show. I mean. Spreading some much needed negativity from what made. In today's world of everyone must be happy and can't be criticized, this podcast is spreading some much needed negativity. (laughs) (laughs) P.S. Hey, Carl. What's with the Anthony guy in the opening? Word on the street is that he's a pedo. Five-star review. Uh, All right. This one is uh, insufferable. If I wanted to listen to the ramblings of a self-absorbed moron, I'd watch C-SPAN. That is a five-star review. All right. Oh, this is funny. Never miss a joke. I caught myself doing this today. Uh, This is from B-Man 300. The best thing about this podcast is when they play a clip of the podcast being reviewed and you don't quite hear it, Carl will wildly repeat it for you every time. Yeah. I just want to make sure that we're all understanding how I understand it. I do that a lot. Uh, this next one is from Lou Cubic Zirconium Phillips. <laughs> WATP. Fucking brilliant. Guys, we stayed up very late last night. We're yeah. a little punch drunk today. Uh, yeah, I'm, the tequila is still wearing off, so yeah. Uh, WATP. Imagine broadcasting legends such as Rob, Arnie, Don, Hugh Hausner, Whoopi Goldberg, and naturally Nicole rolled into one podcast. That's WATP riveting five stars. I don't get that at all. I think I read it wrong. Did I read this one before? Nine out of ten, marry me, Andy. Nine out of ten, not enough Andy. (laughs) I think Andy's from the Howard Stern (laughs) Marcy Turk school. He's just setting up all these accounts. 
Oh, that's great. You know what people really want to hear is more Andy. Yeah. All right. It's half the voicemail is just him disguising his voice. I'm excited to say, I'll, I'll tease this, Crows. I don't give a shit. You're talking about I'm not putting fucking teasers out there. Yeah. Here's a teaser for you. Our friend Kevin is going to be returning to Rochester. hey He's going to be in town. hey He'll be performing with the Isotopes at Three Heads Brewing on June 7th. Goddamn right. And then the week after that, we're going to get together and do a live, not a live, an in-person podcast for the very first time in our lives. Yeah. We've wow. never podcasted together in the same room. Assuming he doesn't cancel on us. That's very possible. <laughs> He'll be there in spirit either way. Yeah, yeah. Because it's going to be a bunch of guys. We have a whole new format we're going to try out. It's going to be a bonus episode. Ooh. A bonaroo. A bonaroo epipoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day. It's been a long fucking day. All right. Well, I think we've done enough. Let me just leave you with uh, this, and uh, hopefully this helps this guy out. Hey, Carl. Uh- so I listen to the show every Monday, and it just happens to be the day I do my grocery shopping. So I'm going to go ahead and read off my grocery list, and um, I always forget so he can um, play it on the show so I can remember what to get you know, when I go grocery shopping. Uh, next Monday, uh, let's see, I need a loaf of bread, um, a couple cartons of eggs, um, Gotta remember to get the craft singles. If I get any other ones, my wife would kill me. Crafts, uh, craft singles. Um, I have, let's see. Um, I'm gonna need a couple frozen pizzas, uh, chicken breast. Get, uh, gotta get the all natural kind. Wife wants to be healthy. Wanna get? Uh, I have to get. Some, uh, I have to get some avocados. She likes avocados. The rest of something nice. Uh, I gotta, I gotta get oranges. Oh, I don't want to. Um, Still going. We're out of bottled water too. Can't drink the Detroit tap water. Um, fuck, man. Red light. Um. He's drinking the lead tap water? Yes. That, okay, I understand. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, if you don't mind playing this on the show next Monday, or you can give me a call back and remind me. (laughs) (laughs) Holy fuck.